You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Sunday, September the 11th, 2022. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. Prime Minister Yair Lapid says Israel has been conducting a successful diplomatic campaign to stop the Iran nuclear agreement and prevent the lifting of sanctions on Iran. In remarks at the start of the weekly cabinet meeting, Lapid said there's still a long way to go, but there are encouraging signs. Lapid said that in recent months, Israel engaged in a secret and a discreet and intensive dialogue with France, the United Kingdom, and Germany, presenting them with up-to-date intelligence information about Iranian activity at nuclear sites. And he thanked the three countries that announced yesterday following the Americans that a nuclear agreement with Iran will not be signed in the near future and that the International Atomic Energy Agency's open files regarding Iran are not about to be closed. Lapid noted that he is traveling today to Germany to meet with the chancellor and coordinate positions on the nuclear issue and finalize details of strategic, economic and security cooperation document that the countries are to sign. Regarding the situation in Syria, Lapid stressed that Israel will not allow Syria to be used as an axis for the transfer of weapons to terrorist organizations or the establishment of Iranian or militia bases on Israel's northern border. On the security tensions in Judea and Samaria, Lapid said that they are mostly in the Jenin and Nablus areas, and security forces are operating with determination to prevent terrorist attacks from occurring on Israeli territory. At the Al-Jib crossing near Givat Ze'ev, north of Jerusalem, border police arrested a Palestinian woman holding a knife. The 24-year-old woman drew their suspicion because she approached them at a passage intended for cars only. They called on her to stop, and when she did not heed their directive, they fired into the air. The woman halted, dropped the knife, and was arrested. IDF forces operating in the Nablus area overnight arrested two wanted Palestinians. They were transferred for questioning. An M-16 rifle was seized during an operation in Hebron. Security forces also apprehended other weapons. Near Kalkilia, an IDF drone crashed last night due to a malfunction. A con reporter says the IDF stressed there was no concern of an information leak. Israeli security sources note that there have been dozens of warnings of terror attacks in recent days, most emanating from the Jenin and Nablus areas. A con reporter says that Israel police have also stepped up their presence in crowded areas and call on the public to be alert and report any suspicious incident. Ahead of the Jewish high holidays, the IDF will beef up forces along the seam line. A security source reiterated that if there is a need, the IDF can expand its operations in Judea and Samaria against the Palestinian terror infrastructure. The IDF has investigated last night's shooting injury in Baka al-Garbiya of an Arab-Israeli driver by Israeli forces when he approached the security fence in his car near the city. The 26-year-old man has a criminal record. He is hospitalized at Hillel Yafa Hospital in Khadera. The Israeli forces said they opened fire because they suspected they were witnessing a smuggling attempt to the other side of the fence. They said they fired in the air, not at the car. The election campaign. Exactly a week after calling former Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu of the Likud the scum of the earth, 
Finance Minister Viktor Lieberman of Yisrael Beitenu ramped up his rhetoric even more, accusing Netanyahu of employing the exact methods of Goebbels and Stalin. Prime Minister Yair Lapid and Defense Minister Benny Gantz both condemned Lieberman's remarks, saying it was an unacceptable comparison and that the Holocaust should be left out of the conversation. The Zionist spirits Ayelet Shaked and Yoaz Hendel have ended their short-lived political partnership, trading mutual accusations and each indicating that they will lead the party, which recent polls predict will not make it into the next Knesset. The move comes five days before the deadline for submitting the party's electoral slates and hours after the two were still vehemently denying having significant differences. The crux of their disagreement, whether to back a narrow right-wing government headed by opposition leader Netanyahu of the Likud, something Hendel opposes and Shaket has indicated is open to. A Khan reporter says that Shaket is slated to meet today with Knesset members Abir Kara and Nir Orbach to discuss the possibility of joining forces. And President Isaac Herzog and First Lady Michal Herzog signed the condolence book for Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II last night at the residence of the British ambassador to Israel, Neil Wigan. Meanwhile, Buckingham Palace has confirmed that the Queen's funeral will be held at Westminster Abbey on Monday, September the 19th. Her coffin is embarking today on a journey from Scotland to London. The weather outlook, cooler Tomorrow through Wednesday, Tuesday, chance of drizzle mostly in the north and along the coast. Wednesday, chance of light local rain mostly in the north and along the coast. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 31, Tel Aviv 30, Haifa 28, Beersheba 34, and Enelat going up to 37 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, Spotify, and the Khan English Facebook page.